Hi everyone, thanks for joining us on another episode of Financial Markets Weekly by Saxindi Information, published every Sunday evening. Let's get straight to the summary. Economic data continues to be the main driver of market performance, as it helps investors anticipate the next moves by central banks. The key update of the week was US inflation for December, which fell 0.1% for the month, the first negative reading in 30 months. The annual figure was 6.5%, below the 7.1% of November and the peak of 9% six months ago. This shows a clear deceleration of consumer prices, and the same applies to core CPI, which came in at 5.7%. This downward trend in inflation supports the view that the Fed may lower the size of its interest rate increases as reflected by the futures market. The implied probability of a 25 basis points hike is currently 92%, compared to 73% a week ago, 8% for a 50 basis points rise from the actual 4.38%. The Fed meets on Feb 1st. There was positive data as well in the Eurozone, with inflation in Spain at 5.5% and Portugal at 9.6%. Also, the unemployment rate for the bloc remains at an all-time low of 6.5%. The ECB meets a day after the Fed, and futures now show a 70% chance for a 50 basis points rise from the actual 2.5%. Risk assets rallied with equity indices gaining 3.2% across global developed markets and more than 4% on average for emerging markets. Nasdaq Composite Index rallied 4.8% and the S&P closed shy of 4,000 points, up 2.7% on the week. European benchmarks also traded firmer by 2% on average, with the FTSE 100 closing at an all-time high. In the US, the notable blue-chip movers were Amazon, with a 14% weekly gain, and semiconductors giant NVIDIA also climbing 14%, after its Taiwanese rival TSMC reported strong profit growth. But the focus was on the start of the quarterly earnings season, with J.P. Morgan and Bank of America beating profit estimates for the last quarter of 2022. Wells Fargo and Citigroup disappointed. What concerned markets on Friday was the weak outlook for the year, presented by the bank CEOs, who projected a mild recession and a clear slowdown in activity. Let's go back to macro for a minute. Expectations for a less hawkish Fed pulled the dollar lower, mainly against the yen, euro and pound. The yen was the biggest mover among majors as it appreciated 3% to around 128, a trend that started in late December when the Bank of Japan relaxed its yield curve control policy, a shift that could lead to the end of its ultra-loose monetary policy. The same logic regarding the Fed's expectations applies to bond markets, which continue to recover from their horrible 2022. Bond yields fell again this week across markets and maturities, with 10-year treasuries ending at 3.51% and bonds at 2.14%. Positive tone helped European govies with Italian and Greek spreads over bonds narrowing significantly. 
Gold gained 3% to 1920, its highest price since April, and commodities, with a few exceptions, also traded higher. Crude oil recovered from the sell-off of a week ago and ended up by 8%, with WTI now at $80 and Brent at $85. The metals sector was very active this week on the back of increased optimism for the total reopening of the Chinese economy. Aluminium and copper on the London Metal Exchange gained 13 and 10%. And finally, we have to mention the sudden spike in cryptos, which in theory claim to be an inflation hedge and have proven to be the opposite. The sector rallied significantly this week, returning to the days of high correlation with technology stocks and the trigger was no other than the lower inflation update. Bitcoin is up 23% in the past 7 days, $20,800. ETH is up 22% at $1,545. And some altcoins like Solana show impressive recoveries, up 71% on the week to 23 spot 17. Solana's token SOL was hit hard after FTX collapsed, and it is still down 83% on an annual basis. Thanks for staying with us until the end of this episode. Please continue to share this channel and remember to visit saxin.info to learn more about our subscription service. See you next week.